Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Race Time Radio. Man, I just made a big mistake here. I haven't dialed into Sirius XM yet. Just on my way to <laughs> dialing it in right now. Uh, but we will get to Sirius XM in mere moments here, I can well imagine. Uh, Technical difficulties. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it was. little hiccup. Um, kind of thought I was forgetting something tonight. <laughs> How about we forget... Sirius XM, how about that? Yes. I've never done that. I've never done that, but this is the first time for everything. Well, there's only about th- 340 buttons that you push to get well, ready. Right? I know. And it's not like there's just an on-air button and an off-air button. Any moment now, uh, Scotty is going to be real happy back in the Toronto studio because all of a sudden Race Time Radio is going to light up. And he's going to go, oh, there it is, there it is. <laughs> so we're just going to give it a moment here before I go firing off just so we don't miss any of our SiriusXM listeners. And look at that. We are now connected to Toronto. Uh, Sorry, Scotty, back in the studio. Uh, I know I'm a little bit late connecting here. We had a little technical difficulty, but we are in under the wire. Anyway, what do you say we get started and I tell you who we got coming on the show tonight? Tonight is our season finale here on Race Time Radio. Yep, the end of another year, 2020. It's going to be in the rearview mirror after tonight's show. And I want you to all know we will return in 2021, uh, January the 3rd. That's a Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We are going to be live right here on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks, and all of our other networks that we are all uh, so lucky to be involved with. We will be back on all of those starting in January as well. Uh, and really looking forward to it. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. And before we get started, uh, some bad news I got to pass along. Anybody that was uh, a fan of Sobble Speedway for, I don't know, the last 25 years, you're going to know this guy. Uh, Ross Potter, our race director at Sobble Speedway for a long time. Now, he hasn't been out there in a few years, of course. Ross retired out. Uh, he is on the Wall of Fame at Sobble Speedway. Uh, but back in the day when I had Sobel Speedway, Ross Potter was my right arm. Uh, he was the race director. He got things going for us. Um, tell you what, I couldn't have even begin uh, to to know what I'm doing at Sobel Speedway without having Ross Potter beside me and guide me through. Uh, Ross Potter passed away the other day in Owen Sound. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with his family. Um, uh, we're going to mess him. Yeah, he was a dynamite guy. I know we're all going to be there one day, um, but definitely uh, Ross Potter in our thoughts, in our prayers, and um, I, I know look forward to catching up with him again one day. He'll be looking down, watching absolutely everything we're doing and guiding us all the way through. So, uh, Godspeed to you, Ross Potter. I, I know you're listening in, even though you're up in the heavens. Okay, tonight on the show. Uh, we are going to jump a little bit ahead. We're going to talk 2021, at least a little bit here. Uh, Ryan Stevens is going to join us right off the top of the show. We're going to talk Red Eye 100 at New Smyrna Speedway. Of course, that's going to be the next live short track race, uh, and it's coming up at New Smyrna in January. I know preparations are underway, and we're going to have Ryan Stevens join us. He is the announcer at New Smyrna Speedway. Of course, the, the site of what will be uh, the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing, as it always is. But before you get to that, you got to get to the red eye. And I know there's lots of information coming up. Seen him on Facebook Live here a couple days ago. 
jumped on and said, hey, Ryan, we got to get you on race time to talk about this. So we have Ryan coming up right off the bat. We're also going to talk to uh, John Cadman. Joe, some big news for super late models here in the province of Ontario. They had a bomb dropped on them here a couple days ago. Uh, the Ontario promoters were running the super late model program for the last few years. All of a sudden, John Cadman got notified that isn't going to be the case anymore. The Ontario promoters are stepping back. So John Cadman is stepping up. He had a meeting today with a bunch of the super late model drivers, and uh, we're going to find out how they all made out. Yeah, by the sounds of it, the meeting went really well. Um, guys like Rick Walt, and, and there was a bunch of posts on Facebook leading up to uh, today and then and then actually after the meeting as well, and it sounds Good. like it went really well. Um, there's uh, lots of excitement. You know, it's it's uh, it's one thing for the promoters to get along and, and to, to <laughs> attempt to help. Right. It always takes, with a series, it always takes somebody to step up, to it step sure forward. It sure does. And, uh, you know, good on the good on the the promoters for keeping it going you know it's the the history in the short term uh dave gainforth you know headed up oscar for a long period of time 25 years and and you know the the ontario promoters um basically said let's let's try to restructure this program and and you know, they basically took over the Oscar Super Late Models, and and it, it became the Ontario Super Late Models with the the track promoters kind of at the helm. Um, kind of, it's still it, it kind of is the best way to put it. That's it's it. not there hasn't been a whole lot of of you know concentration there. or effort. Exactly, yes. it was, and and not to take away from what the promoters did, they're trying to keep the guys who have the cars still going and yes. still on track. Right, but their focus is is keeping their lights on and keeping and their stands full and and uh you know i think covid had something to do with that as well you know sure. everybody's taking a look at what they're doing for 2021 and and for for the future of their tracks and and that that was an opportunity for everybody to say okay you know not to say that they're not going to take a race but just that they're not going to look after it anymore they want super late models i don't think that there's a racetrack on the face of the planet that does not want to have super late models run at the racetrack absolutely that being said do you want to look after all the, you know, chasing down the dollars and chasing down the, the stuff that makes these things run? Uh, to run a super late model today is not like it used to be back in the oh, day. God, no. There's a lot of money there. You're darn right and, there is. And it takes a guy and with the gumption, with the want, with the need, with the drive. And I think that they have it with John Cadman. I do too. Um, and, and it will be interesting. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a tremendous amount of work. But they need to get it to the point where it's affordable for these guys to do it. And I think Cadman's going to be the guy that can rally the troops. Well, we are going to talk to John Cadman here tonight on the show. Also coming up on the show some great news todd lewis we all know todd from tsn doing all the pinty stuff and all the stuff that todd lewis has been doing man has he got some great news coming up here tonight that he's going to be able to feed to everybody uh looking forward to getting todd lewis on the show also i got another release mario goslin we know him dgm uh of course nascar xfinity preparing cars and getting them ready to go for Josh Williams and uh, getting them ready to go for Alex Labbe and Dexter Bean, and the list goes on and on. I get the release. Mario Goslin's getting back into a car. So I thought, wow, we got to get Mario on here, talk to him about that. So we'll hear from Mario coming up on the show tonight. And we are going to wrap it all up for 2020 with some great news and get you prepared for holidays coming up. 
We got Mike Darrow, president of Rev TV, coming on this show to get you absolutely filled in on everything that you're going to be able to watch on Canada's number one motorsports network, Rev TV. And we got a cooler to give away. We're going to do that tonight. All compliments of Rev TV. Uh, just Rev TV, keeping it cool. Uh, we will tell you all about it as we start moving along here. But let's get to the hotline, shall we, Junior? And let's welcome in guest number one, of course, Ryan Stevens, announcer at New Smyrna Speedway, the scene and the site for the Red Eye coming up in January. And I know Ryan's coming off the ship and getting ready to go. Let's welcome him in. Ryan, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? Hey, guys, I'm doing pretty good. How's everything going on your end? Not bad at all. I imagine it's a little warmer where you are than where it is here. But uh, <laughs> I, I guess oh, you yeah. did you have a busy day today? I know you had a, a job you were doing. Did you get her done? Yeah, yeah. I, was, uh, I had the privilege to go down to the Auburndale Speedway and help them out with their charity race that they had this weekend. And wasn't sure when it was going to get done, but uh, we got done and had a great time over there. Thankful for uh being asked to come down there and help them out with that. Ah, good deal. Man, uh, we're wrapping it up 2020. What a nightmare of a season it's been. Uh, nice to see that you guys got some racing in. And nice yeah. to see we had, like, the Snowball Derby get in. Uh, but now everybody's got to be getting revved up for the Red Eye because that's absolutely the next event that's going to take place after Santa Claus lands and we have all of our fun. Yes, sir. We're getting close. I mean, we're about 20 days away from finally going back racing. Uh, we just wrapped up with our Governor's Cup middle of November. It's been about a month, and already seems like too long. But, uh, yeah, Red Eye coming up January 2nd, and it's our uh, annual kickoff event, non-points race. Uh, always a good time. We get drivers from all over the place that come down. It's a good test for Speed Weeks that we have coming up in February. Uh, we've had a number of drivers already pre-registered for the event, so it's looking like it's going to be uh, a great way to kick off uh, what's hopefully going to be a better 2021 season. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we heard from Bubba. We had him on the show here a couple of weeks ago, not only to talk Governor's Cup because he won that, but he was also leading into the Derby. Man, he had a nightmare of a race there. But he had a I damn good it. one at New Smyrna Speedway. Any word from Bub? Is he going to be in for Red Eye? Uh, he is not registered, but uh, this event, not really one you have to pre-register for. We just, you know, it's nice when they do so we can talk about who's coming. Uh, he hasn't pre-registered. Um, it's only a 50-lap race, so he might sit this one out. We'll probably see him at Speed Weeks, but I'd love to see him there. I know he's got connections with the TM Ranch folks, uh, of course, that were with David Rogers for so long. So there's a chance you might see Bubba pop in. Hopefully we'll see him, uh, if not at Red Eye, at least for a couple dates uh, for Speed Weeks. But uh, as you mentioned, it was so nice to see Bubba pick up that win during Governor's Cup and to see him get emotional like that tells you how much that win meant to him. Absolutely. Looking at, at the Red Eye, obviously, uh, for for a long period of time, it's been the Red Eye 100. Um, and, yeah. And now it's it's coined as the Red Eye 50-50. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the, the restructure there, um, you know, with, with the event itself? Yeah. So uh, a couple of years ago when uh, Rusty Marcus uh, stepped in, he was kind of looking at events. And um, sometimes the 100 lappers, they get kind of strung out and not a lot happens. So his idea was still give you 100 laps of late model racing, but make it 50 laps for the super late models, 50 laps for the pro late models, kind of put both late model divisions up on the pedestal, if you will, and try to make the action more condensed to, uh, to make it all happen a little bit quicker so no one's just sitting around waiting for it to happen. So you cram all the same action into 50 laps, and you get two 50-lap races with the, the super late, the pro late. Um, we've actually added... 
e-mods to the schedule and our big modifieds as well. So we have two classes of late models, two classes of modifieds. We get a little bit of everything uh, for everybody coming up for the red eye. So, uh, you know, the, the idea kind of condense the action. Uh, so nothing gets too strung out and uh, um, just kind of change it up. And, and it, so far it's, a, it's been a pretty good success, I would say. I would say that's one that I know I always have on our calendar. I know Junior and I are both uh, can't, can't wait. As soon as the holidays are over, we know things are going to get started at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, we're with Ryan Stevens. He's the announcer at New Smyrna Speedway. Of course, getting ready for that red eye coming up January the 2nd. And, Ryan, what a great idea to have both divisions of late models there. We see so many of the super teams now, like Nassi and Bubba, and well, the list goes on, that have both both types of cars. Wouldn't doubt they're yeah. going to bring them both in and get a run, right? Uh, you would hope so. Um, you know, that, that's kind of the idea. You know, bring them, bring them all out, try to win both races. I'm trying to put together a, a little bit of a package where maybe if uh, someone wants to put up some money, some extra money to give to somebody if they can win both races. Uh, Jet Nolan almost did it last year. He got his first ever pro late model uh, race win, came out in the super late model, had a great run, couldn't quite get it done. So, um, well, we don't have every single driver who's going to be there. Somebody's going to bring both cars and try to win both events. And I'm telling you, when that happens, it's going to be a big story. <laughs> you want to believe it. You know, I think back, Ryan, now i got to go back a few years, as everybody knows. i got a little bit of snow on my roof. Uh, but I, I think back to, uh, oh, I'm going to say it was probably seven, eight years ago, maybe even longer, I don't know, uh, in Victory Lane down there at uh, Speed Weeks. I think it was night number one. Uh, the winner of the late model race that night happened to be a young driver that was starting to make his way in NASCAR. Um, uh, here's Kyle Larson, and I interviewed oh, yeah. him. I interviewed him, and he was uh, the winner of the Red Eye uh, a couple mm-hmm. weeks before that. And you know what? That was his first late model win. Uh, and we got we interviewed him right at New Smyrna Speedway. So you know where Kyle Larson got his oval asphalt uh, sort of credentials sort of built in there. He started it with a red eye, and, man, did he have a tear that year. Yeah, and, and that's the thing that's so fun about this race. I know right now the 50-50 style, so it doesn't have that 100-lap allure to it, but we're still going to get some stars that come down, and I think we're going to see future stars. Like, we have Daniel Dye, um, Randy Dye's son, who uh, had a good run at the Snowball, finished second at Governor's Cup. I think he's really going to shine this week, and, you know, maybe this is where we find the next Kyle Larson. Absolutely, 100%. And the the young talent that, that really, you know, filters down in through the top tiers of NASCAR usually make a stop at, at Speed Week. Now, whether that be at, at, you know, New Smyrna or whether that be on the dirt side at Volusia, yeah. when you're down there, you're going to see the next uh, the next crop of, uh, of talent coming through the pool. Ryan, uh, I've always wondered this, and, and this is a question, you know, obviously that's, uh, you know, more directed to, to the, the ownership, if you will, of the track. But you see all these long events, uh, you know, the, the, the 400 lappers, the, the 300 lappers, uh, whether it be the Winchester 400 or the Snowball Derby uh, or, you know, the, the great Canadian 250 at, at Jucasa. The, the longest race that you guys have at, at, New Smyrna on on the the late model or super late model side would be what the the hundred lapper during speed weeks then? Um, it's, it's actually our uh, Florida Governor's Cup. Governor's Cup uh, would be the longest. Two hundred lap race. Two hundred laps um, would be the longest. We have a couple of hundred lap races, a couple of our marquee events sprinkled out uh, yep. throughout the season. You got the Orange Blossom during speed week. 
Uh, you have the Clyde Hart Memorial that we run. That's the race Kyle Busch came down for this year. And Absolutely. Then, unfortunately, we, we also had the Heart to Heart 100. That was unfortunately rained out this year. So we have the Governor's Cup 200, a couple of 100 lappers sprinkled throughout the year, and then uh, most of our normal Super Bowl model shows are the 50 lappers. Gotcha. Well, if fans are making their plans, which I know they are, uh, things are starting to look pretty good. Uh, by the look of it today on CNN, I've seen the uh, vaccines all taken off by uh, UPS and uh, FedEx. And you know what? Things are going to start happening, Ryan, and I think it's going to start happening fast. Hopefully we're yeah. in good shape when it comes time for Speed Weeks and fans can get down there. I know we got a lot of Canadian input that are ready to head to New Smyrna for maybe not the red eye. There should be some. I wouldn't doubt you're going to see uh, maybe Cole Butcher or Jared Butcher, those kind of guys roll in to get some laps and get prepared for uh, Speed Weeks 2021. Uh, but that's definitely uh, got to be where uh, a lot of people's mind is going to be, and it would be a yeah. really good Christmas gift if they were thinking of what to get a short track fan. Man, get them some passes to get into New Smyrna for the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. It'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, that event is so much fun, whether you're able to come to all the all the nights or just one. You know, uh, I'm hoping everything can, can open up so everybody can come. Uh, we got a, a Canadian driver that comes down every year uh, by the name of Nicholas Noggle. We love having him. He's a fun guy. We got to know his crew pretty well last year, so I'm hoping that they're able to come down and join us again. Uh, probably, like you said, probably not for the red eye, but at least for speed weeks. And um, hopeful here in the next uh, day or so to start releasing um, an entry list. I've been slowly collecting some entries, but I did want to break some news. We did get a couple of uh, bigger name drivers that are going to be making an appearance for red eye that we haven't uh, we haven't even put out on our Facebook yet, so I figured I'd save that for the show. Um, some drivers here with some NASCAR experience that are coming down for Red Eye. So if you guys are ready for that, I'll, oh, I'll break that out. Fire that away, man. I love that. All right. So uh, just in the last couple days, now I've been I've been away this weekend, uh, like I said, over at Auburndale. But uh, just before I took off, we had an entry come in for the Super Late Models for uh, Gus Dean. You wow. guys might be familiar with him, truck yep. driver. Absolutely. Yeah, Joe spotted I've, I've actually him, spotted actually. for Gus. Yeah, he says water <laughs> wrong. He yeah. says water wrong. When you're talking to him, he calls it water. Water, yeah. Water? All yeah. Right. Who calls it water? <laughs> I know well, Gus has uh, I know Gus what Robert confirmed. I know what Robert Hart calls it. He calls it cold beer. He said, Joe, the, the beer's always cold at New Smyrna Speedway. Always. That, that's I, definitely true. I just I'm threw that in. You, after red eye and after speed weeks, cold <laughs> beer is a Good thing to have, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Keep going. But, uh, but yeah, we got Gus Dean. He's confirmed he's coming down, so it'll be good to see uh, old Gus out there in the 56 Super Late model. And then this was a surprise to me, and uh, this driver ran a number of cup races. Now, it might not be, uh, you know, the guy running for the playoffs, but we got an entry from Garrett Smithley, who was driving for uh, Rick Ware Racing. So Garrett Smithley's going to come down in the Super Late model, and I know it's not Kyle Busch, it's not uh, Kyle Larson, but Garrett Smithley, NASCAR experience, he's going to be there in a late model. So I thought that was a very interesting uh, entry. Uh, Hayden Sprague has filed an entry. Brad May, of course, the defending champ, he's going to be there. Daniel Dye, as we mentioned. There's going to be a whole bunch of other drivers. Um, we're really going to start pushing. Once we get the entry list posted, people will start uh, entering some more. We're working on Speed Week's entries, but... Uh, some pretty interesting entries that I wasn't expecting came in just before I headed down to Auburndale. 100% for sure. And Garrett Smithley, he, uh, he, he's turned a tremendous amount of laps in, uh, you know, on, in definitely, uh, iRacing. You know, oh, yeah. you, you think mm-hmm. about, you think about back to when, when, 
you know, the the COVID deal started and NASCAR was was doing iRacing stuff. Uh, Smithley is is uh, he's oh, quite yeah. a wheelman down there. And then as well, you know, he's he's definitely turned lots of laps in 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 late models and everything. He's going to be a stout car uh, for sure. And I wouldn't doubt that they're trying to get ready that uh, that young uh, where um, there's one of the the grandson, I guess, is it the grandson or, or the son of Rick uh, was was filtering through on the late model ranks, uh, you know, down in in the Carolinas. Uh, so I wouldn't doubt that they're probably getting that car ready f- with with Rick Ware as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had Carson Reed Ware yeah, uh, with us exactly. for uh, in, in a pro late model. So they could be testing something here for with sure. Garrett for uh, maybe a run at Speed Week with either I don't know if it'll be Garrett or. Or yep. somebody else, but I just thought that was an interesting entry. Very cool. Uh, you know, I, I know it's not, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a top driver, but maybe one of these days he is going to be. Oh, yeah, that's right. Course. That's you know, the future, man. He's right? got youth on his side as well. And, he sure and does. Mix, mix gusto in there. Luck out. We're going to be in for a great red eye. Got to ask you, Ryan. Uh, we're used to seeing coverage, uh, even though we're up here in Canada. Uh, we're used to seeing coverage on. Uh, uh, well, it used to be on Fans' Choice last year when yep. NBC. I hear that could be going by the wayside. What are we looking at for coverage this year? Any tips? Uh, we got anything coming up for Red Eye, or are we going to see anything for the World Series on, uh, like a streaming service or on television? Hmm, I did not know that about uh, about NBC, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping it, it's been live streamed on on some service for the last couple of years. I'm imagining. Uh, whether it be Speed 51 or some other thing that comes in, I would imagine somehow, some way, it'll be live streamed. Um, I have not heard yet. I don't think there'll be anything necessarily for Red Eye. Uh, there may be some um, Speed 51 trackside coverage, but uh, um, I would imagine that one way, shape, or form, Speed Weeks will have some kind of live stream once we once we get that confirmed. We'll definitely put a link up on our Facebook, and I know you guys follow us there, so. Um, We'll get uh, we'll get that information out as soon as we know. I know we're still waiting on a on a lot of answers here, but um, I'm I'm hopeful, very hopeful for you guys, especially that uh, you'll be able to tune in and and watch all the the Speed Weeks racing with us. Absolutely, and you know, Ryan, we're going to get your butt back on here. Uh, not only we're in Canada, but uh, all of our U.S. friends also listen in. So uh, we got them covered on both sides of the border, and I know absolutely everybody in this North American country is interested in uh, New Smyrna Speedway and the kickoff Absolutely. to a brand new season. Ryan, this has been great catching up with you tonight. One last hit. Where does everybody go now to uh, stay up to date on driver list and all of that? Well, uh, best place for driver entry list, um, that's going to be our website, uh, NewSmyrnaSpeedwayUSA.com or NewSmyrnaSpeedway.org works as well. Um, I'm going to get all the entries typed up start putting the entry list out for uh, Red Eye here uh, early this week, and then we'll update it as they continue to come in. Uh, we have eight divisions in action that night, so we'll have a ton of drivers in every class. It'll be uh, a great time. Speed Week's entry lists are slowly trickling in as well. I have that put up on our website. I have a news article on there called uh, Speed Week Central, so anybody trying to get information from Speed Weeks can click that link on our website, and all the information that's out, we still have more to come and we'll be updating that section. Of course, we're putting um, entries out on Facebook. Um, we got a countdown going to Red Eye, a bunch of information on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Those are the best places to stay up to date, and uh, we'll do our best to, uh, to keep everybody up to date, and um, we'll uh, hopefully talk to you guys someday soon, and uh, maybe uh, 
talk about uh, World Series. Uh, that sounds awesome. I know we're going to be looking forward to our return to the air. Tonight's our season finale. We return to the air January the 3rd. It's going to be the night after the Red Eye, so hopefully we get the winners on with us live. And I know we'll be grabbing you at some point, if not that night, a night real close to it, so we can actually preview the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Ryan, thanks so much for this tonight. We wish you a Merry Christmas and do us a favor. Make sure you say to Robert and Andrew, all those guys, Merry Christmas from us. And I sure hope to see you in 2021 this year. Yes, sir. I'll definitely do that. Thank you guys for having me on. And uh, feel free to give me a call anytime. Ryan Stevens, New Smyrna Speedway, getting it all geared up and ready to go for Red Eye 2021. It's happening as soon as we hit New Year's. Bam, we're going to get right back into racing. And it's all good. Fans, we have got to take our first break. When we come back... We're going right back to the hotline. We're going to talk super late models with John Cadman. We'll get you the latest on everything for Ontario Super Lates next, right here, live on Race Time Radio. Hey, race fans, this is Joey McComb. Hold on to your lug nuts. We want to wish everyone a happy holidays and a safe one. Catch you all in the new year. And you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fired up by QuickWick Fire Starters. Available online at quickwick.com. That's quickwick, Q-W-I-C-K-W-I-C-K.com. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Winter is on the way. Cold temperatures mean we light fires to warm up or cook on, sometimes even to survive. Quick Quick Fire Starters are a must in your kit, in your sled, ATV, or vehicle. Quick Quick just may save your life if you get stranded this winter. Enjoy the winter. We're Canadian. And so is Quick Quick. They're available online. Go to quickquick.com. Quick Quick Fire Starters. They work. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive out there? Celebrity guest DJ. 
DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home great, away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Race time radio to go. Streaming live or on demand. If any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. With a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey sh- he is. Hallelujah! Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> oh, welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Having a little Christmas fun. Uh, our season finale right here on Race Time Radio for 2020. And uh, sure hope you're enjoying the show. Back to the hotline we go now. Uh, as mentioned off the top of the show, we have uh, John Cadman coming up. Uh, Ontario Super Lay Models, Ontario Outlaw Super Late Models got a bomb dropped on them, actually, uh, not too long ago, a couple weeks ago, if that. And uh, the Ontario promoters were running the Super Late Models up to this point. Well, shared consideration, if you will. Uh, but they, uh, they they let those guys know that the Ontario promoters are going to step back. You guys go ahead and run your show, and uh, hopefully you can get it all put together, and then we'll try and book some shows and la-di-da. So, uh, uh, John Cadman has been the guy that has been in the background doing stuff uh, and trying to keep things glued together. I spoke with John through the week uh, to see how he was making out, and I'll tell you what. John has got some uh, news for us. We'll find out what it is. He had a driver's meeting, somewhat of a driver's meeting today. Uh, of course, socially distanced and all the, the stuff that you got to do and all the uh, adhere to all that. But let's welcome John Cadman to the show. What's going on tonight? Johnny, how you doing? Good, Joe. How are you? Not bad at all, man. Uh, first of all, uh, I want to wish you Merry Christmas in case I forget at the end. How did your meeting go today? I know you guys had that bomb dropped on you, and how did you uh, sort of sort it all out? How are the boys? Well, thanks. Merry Christmas to you, too, if, uh, if we don't chat uh, later on this month. But, no, I think um, I think things went well today, and we had a good turnout, and uh you know, there were some guys that reached out to me that couldn't make it today. So I think we're, you know, we're sitting at 20, just over 20, 20 guys um, that are, say they're committed to a 21 season. And, uh, you know, we had a we had a good turnout, all things considered, today. So I feel good about where we're, we're headed next year, even with um, where we were about a week ago. Oh, John, that is tremendous news. And I got to congratulate you and all of the, uh, the the infrastructure that make up the super late models here in Ontario. I can't tell you uh, what it would mean uh, w- without a super late model race on a racetrack. Absolutely every single fan in Ontario wants to see you guys race. I can guarantee you that. And I know those cars don't come cheap. You guys have got the most expensive machines when it comes time for putting them on a track. Uh, the, the, the fuel consumption, the you name it. Uh, you guys put on a great show, and I know there is power in numbers, and that's you know what everybody wants to see is a lot of cars. Uh, any rule changes, anything like that, that are going to be adopted to I don't know maybe generate more cars. Any, any talk about it? Well, we we did throw some ideas around today about uh, 
you know, a few small changes and, and, you know, possibly, you know, like you and I had talked about earlier this week about uh, introducing some, some template cars to the, to the series for 21, just to help with, you know, with a car count. But sure. I, and I didn't, uh, nobody necessarily objected to it as a whole. I don't think it's, it's still up in the air as to whether we're going to, you know, look at anything beyond 21 with that, um, with that concept. But I mean, uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see if any guys want to come to the table and try to make some, some modifications because they have a car and they want to try to, to try to adapt it to the outlaw, you know, body package over 21 season. But, you know, I think some of the, the track owners and promoters express a little bit of concern with that, with trying to get away or that they don't want to get, you know, too far away from the outlaw look. And, you know, it's kind of mixing a few things up that, that don't work well together in terms of aesthetics. And, and we'll just see what happens. So I'm, I don't think we're going to turn anybody away if somebody came to us and said, that, you know, we'd like to attempt to do that. But I don't think it's something that was overly well received in terms of, you know, mixing and matching too much, you know, beyond next year. I got you. I got you. And you know what? No, nothing can hurt, John, if it adds more cars in. And I guess you would say template style. Because uh, these guys, you're not going to put a template over these guys because they got a template body. And then you look over there and you got an outlaw that you can't template. They're a high downforce body. Of course, that is what would be preferred, I would think. You'd want to go with the high downforce body. But if you got a guy standing on the sideline that has a high output motor and he wants to get out and race with you guys, but he hasn't got the right body on, uh, this is going to encourage that guy to take that template style. Template style. i got to emphasize that. Put that high output motor in and jump into the field and see how you make out. If you can go out and beat that 71, man, you're doing a lot. Well, absolutely. I mean, that's exactly that. I mean, you're not looking at bringing a prolate with a template body conforming to those rules. Um, and, and like you said, template style. So, you know, say you cut the rear quarters off behind the doors and went with a slab look and extended the deck lid and with a bigger spoiler and left the front end the same. I mean, I think that would be, uh, you know, reasonably well received and, 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 and we would, we would accept that, you know, and so, I think you hit the nail on the head with the template style body and, and we'll see what happens. We'll see if anybody even comes to, you know, approaches us and says, this is what we're looking to do. And, and then we'll just kind of take it as it comes in. So we haven't had anybody do that yet, but that doesn't mean that somebody wouldn't. I know that you've got a vested interest because you're, you're, you're a driver, right? You've had a car for a long period of time in, in the super late models. Um, and uh, you've, you've done a lot. You've been a huge ambassador for the sport. You've brought, you know, you know, a, a title sponsor to the series, and and you've done a lot for super late model racing. But as a competitor, like you, you have to be kind of versed on on what is happening kind of around North America with the super late models. It's it's really interesting to to see how far out on an island the Ontario super late models have become. You know, we've had the conversation before yeah. where where you know the out. Out east, you know, you could call those cars super late models they all are. day long, yep. and and really, you could call the APC cars a super late model, you know, uh, just by simply changing the motor package right. uh, and the shocks. You know, um, the, there's the template super late models that are down south, um, and then there's as well the outlaw super late models just on the other side of the border, uh, but they have a more 
template approach to the body. So you can't necessarily take an old Oss car, like an Andrew Grizel's car or, or you know, Glenn Watson's car, directly down to, you know, race at Toledo without meeting their body rec- no. recommendations. Yeah. So and, it's a different body and they rule have, again. And they have different motors as well. Right. Um, you know, and, and different weight rules and everything else. Um, it's, it's such an interesting thing to me to look at the Ontario super late models, where, where we sit today. There's a bunch of great equipment up here. A There's ton. a tremendous a amount ton. of great equipment. You know, you look at, at what J.R. Fitzpatrick just posted on Instagram. He posted the car that he ran in, in Oscar. Yep. Um, you know, got converted to a pro late model. Um, but it's, it's a template car that's just sitting, not a template car. It's, it's a blank, uh, straight rail chassis car right, right. that's sitting there blank you know and and right. you could hang any body style you want on it and and make it go well but and i think you, that's where this comes in exactly. junior you'd be able Absolutely. to take a template body yeah and make some modifications to it yeah and fly and slide it in why now do you have another car as a as as a driver john and and you know obviously inheriting kind of uh uh you know something that that isn't ideal, but trying to make it ideal. Um, uh, how, how did we get to where we're at, and how do we get out of it? Well, I mean, I think the you know if if you could take a template style body and then try to make the transition, as we just said, and be you know be a little bit creative with it, then you know I think we wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that. I mean, the outlaw body has a distinct look. You know whether it's Canada or U.S. I mean there are some some heavier body rules uh, in the U.S. From what I understand, I mean we haven't been over there yet, but in talking to some of those guys over there, and you see the biggest the biggest difference is the shelf down the uh, down the right side of the car, and, yeah. the, and how wide the windshield and the back window and the roof is. You know, and the spoiler height; those are the the main differences. Um, you know, they they don't let the dirt nose. Uh, look with the, the flared fenders. I mean, you have to have those flattened out. Yeah, you can't run that that flared kind of dirt fender look. Um, so there there's some changes that that they they mandate over there. Um, but overall, they're very similar. And you know, but honestly, if it if it helped the the class, you know, as time goes on, if there's some guys out there with, you know, as you alluded to with the uh, with that JR, you know, that that McCall chassis from years ago that Junior's worked on, and then Jr. ended up getting back, and it's just sitting there. I mean, it, there's there's lots of options for that car mm-hmm. if they wanted to to throw some sort of body that was very close to the outlaw rules. But I don't, you know, if you're sitting there with a bare chassis like that, and you, you know, why would you want to even think about a template body or template style body, if you will? You might as well just put an outlaw body exactly a hundred percent. There are a lot. Yep. There are a lot more you know, economical to, to put on than, than anything that conforms to a template body. Right, sure. right. And that's cool. You know, when I think of it, I look at your car, I can see the uh, the Junior Hanley influence. When I take a look at the field, I can see the Brian McDonald influence from back in the day. Uh, it charges me up, and I know it charges a lot of fans up. How about a name? You guys were always the Ontario uh, Ontario Outlaw Super Late Models. Is that going to change? Are you guys looking at a name change, identity change? Because, John, you're standing well, up now, and you're are, and are you the guy? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, we, we have discussed maybe a little bit of a different uh, brand name moving forward. I mean, we were the Ontario Outlaw Super Late Models the last couple of years. 
Um, I, I think we're going to maybe look at changing to the Canadian super late models. Um, you know, we discussed that today. Uh, it, it would seem to be well received, but we'll see moving forward. I mean, I don't think we made a, a concrete decision on whether that was going to be what we were, uh, you know, going to be named moving forward. But, right. um, you know, we'll see. Um, we're open to options there. I think it's it's important that, you know, with where things are and taking a whole year off in, in 2020 and, and, you know, for this class that had to sit all year um, because of mainly not having a uh, – a, a corporate backer, you know, that could go in and lease racetracks like, you know, what happened with Pinty's and APC. Right. You know, we were forced to sit this year and, and you know, we're, we're so we're, we've been, you know, we're at a rebuilding phase that, um, you know, the, the class has been kind of hanging on for the last four or five years, if you will. And, and, you know, I think we're at a pivotal point where we, where we need to rebrand this thing. So, so maybe a little bit of a, a name change and a fresh start wouldn't be a bad thing. I agree with that wholeheartedly. A brand new page, John Cadman, and I know you are the man to do this. Um, I, I, I know whatever support we can lend to you, uh, you just say the word. I know you've got airtime here to reach everybody you want to reach, and uh, nothing but good things are going to come out of this. I can see it. With somebody standing like you're doing, uh, look at look at what you've done in less than seven days, my friend. Uh, a lot has been done, and I know there's a lot to come down the line. So we're going to have lots to talk about hitting 2021. But I'll tell you, this is the best news I've heard in Ontario racing uh, so far this year. i got to tell you that. Well, you know, it was... Uh... It was pretty tough to have the conversation I had last Friday morning, meaning a week ago Friday, and and you know with this thing being pretty much DOA, um, you know it, there wasn't going to be like you said earlier any any 21 outlaw racing, and and I just I had a hard time accepting that, so I had to, you know, and I, I'm not I'm just one guy, you know. Obviously, we built a brand new car over over the winter, and and a lot of guys have lots of money invested in outlaw stuff and i just i i kind of like i had to fight for this a little bit harder uh for the good of the class and and uh you know we've we came a long way in a week we rounded everybody up and i talked to all the track owners and we you know we we were we're going to find a way to make this work and i know we're all dealing with covid and the circumstances around it but i feel that 2021 is going to be a better version of 2020 and that wouldn't be hard to do, but I think there's, you know, we're going to be moving as a whole in a positive direction from that perspective, as well as the series. And, you know, we had a really good response today. I think the guys are eager to go because they sat all year. And, um, you know, I really feel like we have a, probably a, a more promising car count moving forward next year than we've had the last couple of years. So we'll just have to wait and see. Dynamite stuff, John Cadman. Awesome job. Now, if you're a competitor, you're listening into the program, and you want to get involved with the Canadian Super Late Models, how do I do it? How do I get some information? How do I reach out to you guys? Well, you can reach out to me, um, you know, direct. I can uh, I can leave a phone number. I can leave an email. And, uh, you know, I'm just one, like I said, I'm one guy. I mean, we're all... We're all in this together, and, and, and I've just kind of been the voice of, 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 of late, probably the last year, year and a half. But, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to me or, or Glenn Watson. Glenn's also helping out here to, to try to keep this thing together and moving in a positive direction. So either one of us through social media, you know, I'm on Facebook. You can reach out to me directly through Facebook or Facebook Messenger. 
uh, you can email me or you can call me. Okay, and I'm going to call you president from now on. And I'll call I'll call Glenn vice president until it's all official. I'm calling yeah. you the president. <laughs> I don't know about being president, but hey, I mean, whatever. I'm just uh, I'm just trying to do the best I can to to help out with this thing and and keep it moving. You know, keep it keep it living. It needs to keep surviving. So, I mean, it's uh, it's a great class, and there's lots of people out there that that want to see it continue to live, and uh, we just need to. We need to get this brand moving in the right direction again. That's right. And leave just when you jump off the call here, like when we when we drop the interview, uh, just stay on the line. Give the information. We'll tweet it out um, on on the on our Twitter on Race Time Radio's Twitter, um, just so that anybody listening can can find you. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll post your your email and your your phone number just so anybody can track you down. You betcha. John? Absolutely. Sounds great, guys. John Cabin, congratulations, and uh, I know we look forward to getting updates all through uh, the off season as we move forward. I got a sneaky suspicion the Canadian Super Late Models are going to come to a track near you and get ready. It's going to be the best show you've seen in a lot of years. Well, I think we've got seven races on schedule for next year, tentatively as we speak, with uh, with Yukasa being possibly eight, depending on what happens there. But uh, mm-hmm. absolutely, we're going to be back in 21 and uh, and putting on a, a better show than ever. Good job, John. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, look at this. I even remembered. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks for having me on. Have a great season. Ontario Super Late Models, now Canadian Super Late Models, at least. Uh, that's the way it's looking right now. Uh, stay tuned. That's the best way to put it. Good news, super late models. We're going to see them in Ontario once again in 2021. Quick break. When we come back, Todd Lewis has got some hot, hot news that he's going to share with us tonight on Race Time Radio. Some fun on the end of this break, too. You can't wait. Stick around. Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wit. These fire starters work, no paper or kindling, and presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes. Just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick, they work. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and so much more. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. 
Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen, and I'm Mike Babchuk. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, so I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You? Go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You? Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. Race Time Radio. Only on Sirius XM 167. We get you closer. If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio. Get a job, you bum 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 bum. Money don't grow on trees, you bum 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 bum. Silent farts, deadly farts. Always come, not for long. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Larry the Cable Guy. Nothing says Merry Christmas like Larry the Cable Guy, I bet. Oh, it's too much fun. Our season finale here on Race Time Radio, live on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. Uh, we were just a hair late getting on it, a little technical difficulty connecting. But you know what? We're all good. Uh, Scotty back in Toronto, breathing a sigh of relief. Uh, and everything as well. But let's welcome in our next guest, because I'll tell you what, the news doesn't get any bigger or better. Coming up, uh, we we got to welcome in Todd Lewis to the show. Todd, what's going on? How are you? Hey, boys. Good to talk to you. Nice to uh, nice to be with you on your, your still live event of the season. Happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays to you. Are you on this side of the border or are you back down south? I am in Canada, in southern Ontario, and enjoying Christmas-type weather. Yes, it's uh, it's a little brisk. It's not uh, not quite the palm trees in Florida, but it's uh, it's all good right now. <laughs> no problem. I know you're going to get back down there at some point. You'll be volleying back and forth, uh, as you always do. But, Todd, you have some tremendous news that uh, I know I've been busting at the seams to let out. And I can't. I know i got to leave it to you, brother. Okay, well, you can talk about it uh, now that we're we're talking about it. So, yes, it's the it's the much discussed. It's a, it's taken us a long time to get to this point because everything in 2020 has taken a lot longer than we had hoped. We hope to be doing it a lot sooner. But the good news is, after some great conversations and discussions, and now some work and some shooting and some editing with the folks at Rev TV, we can say that the new program called Rev Culture with Todd Lewis will debut later on this month with Best of 2020, all of the best moments from 2020. We shot four episodes that we're putting the finishing touches on. We will have four episodes beginning on the 28th of December. We're going to run a couple back-to-back, and then we're going to run two more the week after that. And then it becomes a weekly program in 2021. As soon as the racing season gets revved up, then we get revved up to go once per week on Rev TV, and we will be talking all kinds of racing and motorsports. And so let me say, first of all, the the name that we spent some time coming up with, Rev Culture, is Rev, of course, is, is, is engines, it's loud, it's noise, it's high RPM and all that stuff, but it's the culture part 
that we're really interested in. That's the it's the other part of of the motorsports and automotive type world that kind of gives us a good license to do just about anything. It's it's uh, we can do food segments, we can do uh, art segments. It's uh, the the culture is is principles, it's traditions, it's passion, and we want to explore that. And also, we want to really highlight the accomplishments of the many Canadians in motorsports, whether it's in Canada or internationally, there are great Canadian success stories, and we want to highlight those. So that's what it's going to be. It's Rev Culture, the best of 2020, starting on December the 28th, and then new episodes early in 2021 once the racing season gets going. We are very jacked about it. I guess so, Todd, and good on you. You are going to do a dynamite job in this. I can see it coming. The culture uh, is is a, a tremendous idea. There is so much that really fans, uh, general general watchers, viewers, listeners, maybe don't understand about the race teams. You know, uh, you and I both know from being where we are doing what we do, uh, we know the guys, and we know the guys in, in particular uh, racing series and that the stories that they have got uh, really need mm-hmm. to be told, and this is going to do it. Uh, the, the culture is dynamite. That's a great idea, man. Well, it's the culture, too, that it's, there are different types of fans in different forms of motorsports and racing as well, whether it's a, a, a local, local track and their regular Saturday night shows or it's, it's international series, whether it's sports cars, whether it's open-wheel racing, whether it's, 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 it's Formula One, all the way down to local short tracks and, and so much more. That's the part of it. And there are great Canadian stories in, in all forms of motorsports, just a lot of drivers, of course, and a lot of other engineers and technical people and mechanics and so many other people that make motorsports possible. And some of the, the episodes that we've already shot, well, we, uh, we did an interview with Raphael Lassar to talk about his tremendous 2020 season in the NASCAR Truck Series. We talked to Jeff Kingsley to talk about his unbelievable year in the Porsche GT3 Challenge Cup in the USA. We talked to Jason Hathaway, the Pinty Series champ. We talked to Justin Thompson from the Rockstar Energy Series about, first of all, staging that kind of a series in in the environment that everybody had to deal with. So we've got open-wheel racing, we've got motorcycles, there's going to be a little snowmobile talk, there's all kinds of motorsports, and yes, we want to highlight all the great stories of the better part of it. So when you talk racing todd you've been there and done that which is really cool the fan base has seen you for years on on various tv broadcasts whether it be through you know the the live broadcasts on on the the nascar pinty series the the indycar stuff that you've done um it, talk to us a little bit about your background for any for any listener that maybe hasn't seen todd or or, or has seen you through the broadcast but but your background in motorsports well, I tried to come up with a list of all the different series that I've worked on a while ago, and I think I've got most of them down. So I've done Formula One racing, I've done IndyCar racing, I've done IMSA racing, whether it's the WeatherTech series or the, uh, or, or the other series. Uh, I've done, uh, let's see, USF 2000, Indy Pro 2000, Indy Light Series, IndyCar, Trans Am, Mazda MX-5 Cup, NASCAR Penty series, other stock car series as well. I even did uh, Formula One boat racing a couple of times. So I've, I've kind of done a lot of different racing. And Absolutely. that's the, the cool part about it is getting 
exposure to so many of these different series and and the great stories that go along with it. And it's it's always a pleasure and a joy to to meet new people at the track, whether it's fans or participants. That's the the best part about it is meeting new people and hearing their stories. And this is going to give us an opportunity to tell even more of those stories on a weekly basis starting next year. Oh, Todd, what I'm so excited about is the programming like we're going to see on Rev TV. I'm not saying this uh, for any other reason than I am totally, totally excited as a motorsports fan. Yeah, I like oval track. We do a ton of oval track on Race Time Radio. Uh, we don't do a lot of dirt. We do some. Uh, we always include our dirt uh, content, but uh, you know what? It, 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 to see the variety, to see what Rev TV has got coming up, and I know we're going to talk about it later in the show. We got uh, we got the press coming on from Rev TV. Uh, Want to hear what's coming up? And I know fans are interested in it, but what Rev TV is opening the door to Canadian motorsports is simply amazing. Your show is going to do a ton to expand on that and give, really, fans more cause to buy Rev TV. Well, I, I appreciate the appreciate the, the praise, Joe. It's really really great coming from you, and thanks for for joining us for a segment on the uh, on our programs too in the best of 2020. And I think you, you one of the things you brought up is just to tease it a little bit is was really important to acknowledge too is that even though we had so many different challenges from coast to coast in in Canada and around the world in terms of motorsports, but there were some success stories as well. There's lots of different different tracks and different provinces that did have shows. Sure, it wasn't exactly the way they designed their 2020 season, but they did have racing. Some had more spectators than others. Others couldn't have any at all, but there were some success stories, and that's the other part that we want to highlight as well, because there's great success stories of what's been accomplished this year in spite of the many obstacles, and and, and that's the other part, too. And I'm glad you mentioned dirt, because we'll have dirt content as well, plus motorcycles and motocross and, and all kinds of different racing as well. So it's and, and highlighting these success stories and having good... Uh, passionate debate about issues and stories as well because it's a it's a world that is 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 huge but also very small and that it touches all of us in in different ways so we want to discuss and debate the big issues of the day as well and we'll certainly be doing that todd can i get you to hang on 90 seconds i gotta throw it to toronto get a news update takes 90 seconds and then we're coming back for hour two i still got more i want to talk to you about can i get you to hang in for a moment for you, anything. <laughs> You're the man. Now, okay, it's going to sound quiet, but trust me, there's going to be an update, and we will be back to you, okay? So just hang tight. That is Todd Lewis. He is going to rejoin us. Isn't that great news, Junior? It's man, awesome. I can't believe it. It's definitely uh, exciting. And we've got more coming up. I'm going to throw it back to Toronto now. News update time, and then we're coming back for hour two. So don't go anywhere. We've got lots still to come. Stay with us. You're listening to Canada Talks. On Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Like, oh. Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. 
Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes. Here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And just like that. Hour number two begins tonight on Race Time Radio. Still to come, and we do have Todd Lewis still with us, but we're going to hear from Mario Goslin here shortly. We're going to talk NASCAR Xfinity and what's coming down the pipe for 2021 for Mario Goslin and DGM. And then, of course, we have, how about the prez of Rev TV Canada? We got Mike Garrow coming up, and uh, he's going to fill us in on a bunch of new stuff that's coming down the line that we can enjoy on Rev TV, including. Uh, back to what we were just talking with Todd about, his brand new show coming up. Rev Culture is going to air December 28th, if I've got that right. Right, Todd? December 28th, you, first look in. You, you have got that right. The first two episodes will air back-to-back on December 28th, and then the next two best of 2020 episodes will air one week after that. That's the plan right now, and then we'll resume once per week in the in the new year once the racing season gets going. That's going to be a busy is better, my mic working? I better, I better turn your mic Why'd back Why'd you turn on. me off? Well, I turned you off just for a second. You just didn't want me to ask the hard questions. No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. This is a hard question. I'm going to put you on the spot here, Todd. Oh, let's see this. Sure. Now, you can't put Todd on the spot. I have to. I have to. Todd knows me. It's impossible. Todd knows me. Okay. He, he'd, he'd give me a cheeseburger joke if I didn't, <laughs> right? Yep. Um, so looking at uh, racing, right? You, everybody has got their niche. I know everybody can call themselves a gearhead, and they love all forms of motorsports, and you obviously love all forms of motorsports because you're going to cover it all. What is what is your favorite form of motorsports? Like, do you, do you uh, have a favorite? This is kind of like Sophie's choice kind of question. It's kind of like asking no, it's asking a parent if if they like one kid more than the other. <laughs> but yeah. but you this is why you're on the spot. Yeah, I I will give you um, I will give you an answer that doesn't specifically say one, but I'll tell you what I'll give you a couple of stories about why I have such an affection for. For a couple of different series, absolutely. Um, okay, so there. So first off, what is now the NASCAR Pinty series? I, I love, and it is. I, when people ask me about it, why I've been doing it for so long, it's it's labor of love, and it's the first racing series. Then its predecessor, Cascar, was the first racing series that I worked on. And Joel Robinson is the producer of the telecast now, and he does an amazing job. It was his dad who started the company, Jim Robinson, who gave me my first job in racing. And so that, that series is a, it is a labor of love. And I, I hounded Jim for weeks to, to try to get in front of him to have a conversation with him about working for him. And finally I confronted him at an event and, <laughs> and accosted him. And we had a good conversation and he eventually gave me an opportunity to try it out. So that was, uh, that was the reason there. Uh, I will say that another series that is a favorite of mine is the IndyCar series because going back to 1986 in Toronto, I wasn't at the first two races, but I because I was working part time uh, in in the media at the time. But then I finally got to go to the race and I got to watch Paul Tracy win in 1993 and I got to watch him win in 2003. And uh, and not only did I get to, get to see him win in 2003, I got to work that event. My first Indy in Toronto was in 2001. And that's when Michael Andretti won after getting spun on corner three on the opening lap. 
he fell to the back of the field and worked his way through and all the way through and won his, I believe it was his sixth win in Toronto at the time. And I got to interview him after that. So I have kind of an affection for, for that event and for, for the IndyCar series. So those would be the two. And the other is, is Formula One because I did, I did my, I, I, the first Formula One interview I did was with Kimi Raikkonen, and it's probably one of the worst interviews I have ever done. And it's still, <laughs> it's, I'm still reminded of it, and I still get humbled by it. That you have to, you have to pay attention to what you're doing. So those are those are three little stories as to why I have great affection for those. But I love watching young drivers come up through the ranks as well, whether it's in uh, uh, short tracks at Flamborough Speedway or whether it's through the Open Wheel Series and the Road to Indy Series. I love meeting young drivers and watching them go through all of the different steps. I watched Jack Hawksworth win a championship in Indy Pro 2000. It was uh, it was Pro Mazda at the time. He now he had a couple of years in IndyCar where I got to cover him, and now he's doing sports cars. And it's great to follow young drivers as they move up the ranks through their career. So there's a that's not really a specific one series answer as my favorite, but there's a few I have real affection. So for. Todd's getting into politics. Then. <laughs> that's, that's, that was political. No, no way. <laughs> hey, buddy, that's too funny. you did awesome. And you know what? Uh, Joel Robinson and his dad don't get enough credit for what they have done for the NASCAR Pinty Series, NASCAR Canadian Tire Series. And I know I'm going to say I've been hard on those guys. But they're really hard on them because it's not the product they've turned out. That's always been top shelf. I've been a little hard on TSN at times for, you know, changing things and moving it around and not giving us our Canadian content. But I digress. The job that Joel Robinson and his dad and you have done and uh, the whole broadcast team on TSN has always done a first-class job with the NASCAR Pinnies, and you guys continue to do that. Uh, i got to say, the IndyCar family, uh, Sue and I were involved back in 2010 covering IndyCar when they were in Canada and I can tell you, uh, there is absolutely no sanctioning body that welcomes a media member any better than IndyCar. Uh, they brought us right under, and there was absolutely nothing uh, that we couldn't do. Uh, they they hard-carded us. They got us in. They uh, were, were very, very thankful that we were there to cover their sport. Um, and, and I just had to say that because uh, I can see where your love of IndyCar comes in. Uh, I did sit in Paul Tracy's trailer back in 2010 when he was running out in Edmonton and uh, got to know Alex Tagliani when he had the Hot Wheels car and uh, on and on. A great bunch of guys, yeah. uh, just dynamite stuff. And Todd, what you're going to be able to do, how about this? Rev TV Canada is now going to add a brand new layer. Those young guys that we all love following through as they come through their career and onward and upward into those big series, how about now you add them to an actual uh, Canadian television broadcast platform that goes right across the country? That's crazy, man. It's really going to make a difference in our sport. I, I hope so, and those are the kinds of stories that we want to tell. Great young talents that are starting to find their way through racing and motorsports, whether they're, they're the drivers, whether they're the crew members, whether they're the, the sponsorship partners as well, because that's a vitally important part of having success, whether it's with a race team or a racing series. We want to tell all of those stories and in terms of how, how hard these people work and, and how much they give of their time and effort and their, and their sweat equity that they put into their programs. If you work it out as an hourly rate, it's, you know, it's, it's well below minimum wage, we'll say. 
say, but it's just those are the kinds of stories. We want to follow the rising stars as they're making their way through and up to different levels and helping them achieve whatever they can achieve as their greatest level of success and tell the stories along the way. That's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Junior was working down south, working for the Cup team, and, you know, uh, talking to Joe on the phone and, and texting back and forth when he was down in Charlotte. And, uh, yeah, I was on the on the phone with him daily, if not multiple times a day. And they'd pull into another racetrack with, uh, you know, the 95 car. And I, I'd say to Junior, man, it's got to be exciting. Have you seen Dale today? Have you seen, uh, you know, Jeff today? Have you seen these? Oh, Dad, uh, Junior, uh, the, the, the truck driver, he also is the cook. And he said, you should see the food we've got for the 95 team. Here I am excited about what he's about to go witness, him and Michael McDowell, and they're getting ready to go. And Joe leads me into, you should see what Junior's got for the food lineup. He's got a cracker recipe like that will blow your mind. It was funny, Todd, as we move forward. Uh, some of those stories are going to be cool. Uh, that he's going to be able to dive into. Junior. Well, that's that's the thing about motorsports is that we all love it. it. You know, the fans that pay the admission, they they walk through the gate and they get to watch. You know, the racers do battle on the racetrack, and then they interview the top five or they interview the top three in victory lane. They uh, they might get to interact with them during autograph session, uh, but but really the the fan base does not get to see what we all love about the sport. It, you know, as a racer, I don't I love watching, you know, a close side-by-side -side battle. I I love a good wreck. I love uh you know, I love the controversy that you see on the racetrack sometimes, right? But that's something that that everybody in the sport is there to do. It, really one of the things that that we all love about the sport is the camaraderie, right? The friendships that are made in the pit area, the friendships that are made, you know, between officials and crews, uh the friendships that are made between uh, you know rivals. You know, there's there's at times these guys want to rip each other's eyes out. <laughs> but there's also times where you have a beer together and you make up for that time back in in 2005 that the guy wrecked you or whatever, right? There's there's all these different things, there's all these different layers. And I think you're hitting it on the head you know the, the the special interest pieces that you see on on race hub on fs1 or or you know the the special interest pieces that you see you know on on the network televisions about about nascar when you get a, a look behind the curtain if you will uh you know the driver's life or the team owner's life um are always the ones that are most memorable mm -hmm. and and yeah. really when you look at at all the different layers that that are at the racetrack you know from the time that you walk in the garage area opens you're interacting with everybody that's around you you've got friends you've got foes and and there's there's so many stories that come out of that yeah tons and tons you're you're absolutely right guys and even for instance just how the day starts because if it's a if it's a one-day show for instance you know you you start your day first thing in the morning and then the race the the feature race will go will go late at night but all of the things that go into that getting in getting your hauler in getting your hauler uh set up and, and your pit card set up and your your tires on and your your car rolling through tech and working with the officials and and catering and because i know joe would have to mention food at some point but <laughs> we're okay with that because because we want to have food segments because that's part of the culture of 
racing and motorsports, and it's different for for different tracks and different events too. But all of the all of the steps that you have to go through, even before you get to the race, are the are the kinds of stories and and other things that we want to highlight as well. Well, if there's a food section <laughs> and you you have DJ Cannington on, I think you guys should sit down in a Dairy Queen and have your have your <laughs> interview because that if we're talking food, you know, it, it's those types of things though. Like well, the general population doesn't know that DJ loves Dairy Queen and J- right, and those of, are the types of things. A lot of things. And Pepsi. And Pepsi. And Pepsi. And a lot of people don't know that DJ Kennington, when he does the Western Swinger, he takes his guys anywhere, and they have to stay the night. The place has to have a pool. That's right. It has to have a pool, or DJ doesn't get his team there. Did you know that, Todd? Of course I know that. I've done of that course he knows. with DJ for a few years. So, he's, yes, he looks after his guys, makes sure that there's a pool. Cause, but, the, but these are the kinds of you, a little behind the scenes and and little stories like that 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 fans don't always get to see and hear because you're you're right there's there's some good coverage in terms of who wins and and what the big story of a race was but all of the other parts but all the other facets of racing life and motorsports life and 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 other pieces as well like 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 sim racing and i racing too which has continued to grow that's an area that we're going to explore as well plus you know two wheels four wheels dirt asphalt open wheel Sports cars, stock cars, all of it. It's all going to get covered. Nothing off the table. So cool. And it's called Rev TV Culture. And it's going to be Todd Lewis bringing it to you. First edition comes up December the 28th on Rev TV Canada. You need to get that channel. If you haven't got it, you need to get it. I'm telling you what, this series is going to be worth the price all day long. Uh, You're going to get in behind the scenes, uh, in front, you name it. Todd Lewis knows how to chase a story, and you're going to get it. Todd, this has been great catching up with you, my friend. Uh, I know we're going to get you back on here. I, I, I'm, I'm going to love sort of picking away and finding out what's coming up so that I can uh, sort of set the, the PVR if I can't be there to watch. But uh, I, I know fans are going to be interested in this big time. Really appreciate the support, uh, Joe and Joe Jr. Uh, look forward to talking again really soon. You guys have a great, safe holiday, and let's hope we get past the COVID and the, the vaccine gets rolled out really quickly and we're, we're getting back to race life in a more normal way. Looking forward to it. Oh, I seen that, uh, that FedEx jet and the UPS jet flying with vaccines on it on CNN today. I can well imagine not only the U.S., but Canada is going to be covered off here, and we're going to be in good shape, Todd. Good stuff, guys. Talk soon. You betcha. That's Todd Lewis. Uh, Off he goes and off we go to our next break. And when we come back, NASCAR Xfinity is what we're going to talk with Mario Goslin, DGM. Some big news coming up. Stay with us. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. This dive radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Mad Dog Sports Radio is opinionated, passionate sports talk with a bite from the hijinks of the morning man. I bet your parents do too. They go big bulk shopping. Hey, so I got 50 jars of dunk sauce. We gotta even eat dunk sauce. But I got a good deal. To the insight of Adam Shine. Bill Belichick is the best coach in the history of sports. Not NFL. Sports. And the animated energy of the Mad Dog. 
Dog himself, Dog. Christopher Russo. This is the channel to talk about your favorite sports team. Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Fox News Headlines 24-7 is on Sirius XM with headlines every 15 minutes. I'm Kevin Brinkholm. I'm Therese Crowley. I'm Jim McKay. A channel that delivers your world news, business, what's trending in digital, entertainment, and sports. Your news in a way you've never heard before with headlines every 15 minutes. Fox News Headlines 24-7. All the information you need, ready when you are. We're live from America's News Headquarters. Sirius XM Channel 115 or listen on the Sirius XM app. Taking you all the way to the track and back. I think people forget about the true meaning of Christmas. Love, friendship, and spending time with the family. Mama would be inside fixing turkey and dressing, and me and my brothers used to play outside in the snow for hours, throwing snowballs and I'll never forget my daddy coming outside and saying, Hey! Oh, put the dick on the snowman. Andy Barris, the family. You could have used a ball bat, a cucumber, or a zucchini. But instead you used a thimble. Something you could barely see. Who put that dick on the snowman and made him look like me? You boys been talking to your mama. I got your Christmas present right here, you little bastard. I'm gonna beat your ass. Okay, welcome back to Race Time Radio. A little Christmas fun, and you can't get into Christmas without a little Rodney Carrington. Can you, Junior? That there is just too funny. Chevy Chase, Rodney Carrington, and... Uh Larry the Cable Guy. Well, so I still got another one coming Settle up. Down. Still got another one coming now, up. Now, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No. It, yes, it, it is. It came out at Christmas, but it's, it's a, not it's legitimately a Christmas, Christmas movie. But I don't think it is. I don't think we'll ask our next, next guest. He's a high... He thinks it's a Christmas high, movie for sure. Well, we'll find out. Let's welcome into the program, shall we, NASCAR Xfinity Series in the U.S. Uh, we've got him. we got Mario Goslin, uh, DGM Racing. we got him with a big announcement that came out just about a week ago. What's going on tonight there, Mario? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Doing real good. What the hell? I, I, get, the, I get the release. You're going to go from on top of the box back into the race car. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have an opportunity here with uh, with Cesar Baccarella, with um, AP um, Sports Regiment coming on board and um, offered to uh, offered me a ride to get out there and, uh, and play with the boys. 
Oh, Mario, that's dynamite news, man. You are a shoe behind the wheel of one of those race cars. Uh, when was the last time you got in one of those Xfinity cars? I know it wasn't uh, like I, I don't mean in competition, but to get out there and test and and see what you got. When was the last time you jumped in, strapped in? Uh, it's it's been about three years since I've been in one, so I hope it's like riding a bicycle. <laughs> well, it it's will a fast be. Bicycle. It will be now. Now, what race is going to be your debut? Are you going to debut at Daytona? Yeah, yeah, that's probably the one and only. The one and only race, but you couldn't have picked a better track. You couldn't have picked a better scenario. Uh, Trust me when I say, listeners, I have been with Mario Goslin when he's at that racetrack, and there is nobody that can see the air better than this guy can. I don't care if it's been three years. Mario, the air hasn't changed, just the car has. No, and and the cars haven't changed a whole lot either um, as far as super speedway package. Very, very similar to uh, last Last time I drove one, and uh, I feel like we're going to have a really good car. We were fortunate enough that we come out of Talladega, the last super speedway race, and all three cars were in one piece. So we were able to uh, repair one of the cars that got tore up in the, earlier in the year last year, and we're building another car. Uh, so we'll, we'll have, you know, four cars in, in a backup going to Daytona. Oh, that's tremendous news. And now, now we know for sure Josh Williams, 92, he's going to be in the show. We know that. He is going to go race. Uh, we're still waiting on Alex Labbe, are we? Or are we okay for Daytona there? Uh, there? There should be an announcement soon. We're still finishing up some details, but I'm going to tell you that uh, it's looking really good. And that's awesome news. We, I'd love to see that. That would be a dream come true, getting both those guys full-time rides in there. And to sprinkle you in, now, what will that do for on top of the box crew-wise? Uh, I guess your brother will man one, uh, but what, what's the plan there? If you go in the car, you're going to need a crew chief. Mario is a crew chief. I know. What are you going to do? You can't get out and change there'll tires. Be, there'll and... be a guy listed on the entry blank as a crew chief, but you know it's Mario calling his race. <laughs> yeah, probably. Pro- most likely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, now the guy who signs up on I that one. I with that. The, the, uh, the guy who's. with that quite a bit. But, um, you know, no, I mean, um, my brother-in-law, Dexter, is coming, and, and he'll probably be sitting on the box for me. We've talked back and forth a little bit. Like you said, I'll probably have a pretty good bit of influence what we do. And obviously... <laughs> Um, we're going there as a four-car team, and we want to utilize um, the benefits of having a four-car team. So a lot of the strategy is going to depend on what the other cars need, you know, as far as, yeah, I mean, we might want two tires, but if one of those other guys needs four, then probably going to dictate what we do a little bit so we come on and off pit road together. Absolutely. Well, and definitely a, a, a big help. When you look at, at the organizations who, who do this on a regular basis, when, when they add a car for the for the, the super speedway stuff. Venturini. You know, yeah, look Venturini, at Venturini. Does he it, puts four you know, or five cars in the field, and look yeah, at what happens. But more recently, you know, Colleague. Colleague, sure. Colleague created a big trend with what, you know, he was able to do when they went, quote, unquote, trophy hunting yep. um, and, and brought in, you know, a, a, a third guy, um, you know, that changed the dynamic of how the the entire race played out and i I think that you've got the same opportunity to do that that very thing mario um which is which is definitely exciting um mario looking at at you know the preparation you know of of getting ready and 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 putting that that extra car on the racetrack down there 
Um, what does it do for your team? I, I know that, that you guys have definitely got, uh, you know, it, it kind of structured out over the last couple of years, bringing multi-cars to the racetrack. And, and, you know, it's not new for you guys to do this. But, but that fourth car does definitely add a, 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 a sizable amount of work. Yes, and, and as I mentioned before, um, the first piece of the puzzle was getting out of Talladega all in one piece. I mean, if we, if we would have had to rebuild any of those cars, yeah. um, then it would have made this impossible. But the fact that they all came out of there in one piece and we were able to just go back and fluff and buff and clean up and, you know, prepare. Obviously, we're going to work on the setup and try to make things better. But uh, that was the first key to the puzzle. And we had another car that got torn up earlier in the year last year that we had already begun, uh, you know, getting the repairs done, getting the clip put on, getting the body fixed. So um, I was actually in the shop today uh, mounting my seat, chassis painted, uh, suspensions on the car, bodies on the car. So, and and like I said, the other three cars are all in good shape. We did, we did start working on another car last week um, so that we do have a backup uh, going to Daytona, but we're, we're in pretty good shape. And uh, thankfully, you know, as soon as the roll was over at Charlotte last year, I started repairing um, the road course cars and have purchased, uh, purchased another road course car recently. So we're in good shape being, uh, you know, obviously just last week it was kind of sprung on us that the second race was going to be the roll at Daytona. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are scrambling. And um, somehow I lucked out. I'd already started working on my road course stuff as soon as the Charlotte race was over. So, you know what they say, sometimes it's better be lucky than good. <laughs> That's right. Well, and you're prepared, Mario. Uh, DGM is lighting the lamp. There's no doubt you guys, uh, what you have managed to do over the last two years of watching you guys every single race, Mario, you guys need to be commended on what you're doing. You are moving the guys up the scale. When we start seeing Josh Williams in the top 10 and putting out really good stuff, Alex Labe right up in there. And you know Dexter Bean would have had some good runs had he had a little bit of luck uh, because he had the car. And that's the cool part. I'm excited to see what comes out, especially Daytona. And look at this. Looking all the way back to Talladega, the plan was coming together for Daytona. That's why you're prepared, Mario. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, you know, for for three, four, five years now, I've I've put everything back in the team and always trying to make things better and, and get better equipment and get these guys running up front. And fortunately, here um, over the winter, I was able to hire a couple of new team members, and uh, I feel like we're going to be a lot stronger next year than we've ever been. That's exciting. Well, I'm telling you, if there's ever a way, if I can get things generated once again with Race Time Radio and we got some cash flow going, you can bet there's going to be an RTR logo. I need to be back on one of those cars at Daytona, and I know you're my only route because I can't afford the big guy stuff. Mario, you'd make a room for a little RTR on there just for old time's sake, and maybe we'd get, get into victory lane. That would be cool. I think we can make that happen. <laughs> You're the man. I love it. You're Mario, uh, we, uh, to kick off the show tonight, uh, we had the announcer from over at New Smyrna Speedway, of course, a, a place where you guys have, have done a tremendous amount of racing uh, over over your lifetime. Um, it, looking at, uh, you know, the stuff coming up, uh, I know you've you've always had a soft spot for late model racing. Uh, of course, the, the red eye is coming up, the red eye 50-50, if you will. Um, and then as well, Speed Weeks, do we 
we see anything uh, DGM related o- over on the short track scene? I really don't think so. Um, I started working on the old eight mile car last week a little bit, um, just to update to some of the rule changes that I haven't kept up with since late mile car has been on jack stands for a couple years. And I am starting to work on it and update it. Um, but my primary focus is these Xfinity cars. Absolutely. And I feel like if we, uh, we, we can't afford to take too much time, um, to go over there and mess around. Uh, you know, we'll just have to see how it goes. But right now I'm fixing the car up and I want to go over there and just start basically making laps to get myself back in the seat. Um, you know, if I can go over there a couple, two, three different times before we go to Daytona and, and get some seat time and run 150 laps in a day, um, then that's what I want to do. Obviously I've, you know, started working out and getting myself physically, um, back in shape but uh, there's no substitute for actually being in that race car so i will probably go over there do some testing i don't know that you're going to see me in the red eye or not i'd say right now it's probably 50 50 now i'm not a stalker that's and it's the a 50 50 race that's, that's the thing <laughs> I, I i'm not a stalker i didn't see you working on that car just so you know that's uh, you know <laughs> We just knew that yeah, you'd be doing knew, that. We, we just knew that you'd be we, getting, we her, getting her. Now, the fact that he said it's a 50-50. Yeah. Here, let's, let's break this oh, down. Oh, let's break this down now. Mario Goslin Prepared. Prepared. He wants to take the car over and make some laps. Yeah. Now, Mario Goslin shows up at New Smyrna and makes some laps. Makes some laps. That means Mario Goslin is going to enter the... The red, probably the red eye if he's got any speed. I know what Mario's going to do. Uh, hey, there, that, hey, you hit you hit it, you hit it on the head right there. If we go over there and that thing's bad fast, it's going to be pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. You'll be saying Ryan Stevens add one more name to that list. <laughs> that's cool. That's yeah. that's definitely we'll just have exciting. to see if it's you know if it's ready by then and what kind of time we've had to go practice. Uh, but for sure, if we get over there a couple times and. And we've got a hot rod, then it'd probably be a pretty good chance it would be entered. But I'm not making it a priority, and I'm not putting pressure um, on myself or my guys to get that car done because it's it's not honestly not my priority. Right, right. I can hear a smile in your voice though, just that, so you know. That, that, that's through, the fun through, part through the through the microphone. I can still I I can hear the excitement in your voice. You know, leading into to this opportunity and the Xfinity deal and, and getting back behind the wheel, you know, it's it's definitely exciting for all of us. When it caught me by surprise when I when I read it, you yeah. know, I was like I was like, wow, that's oh, that's yeah. really cool. Um, you know, it's it's definitely exciting. I, I know that there's been lots of buzz up here talking about you, you know, in that in that event. So there'll be lots of eyeballs focused in and and uh, hey, look at this. If Dexter is on top of the box. You know he gets the fines, so you can cheat that thing all you want. Make that thing go as fast down in a straight line as you can, and Dexter's got to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The key, the key is, you know, we we need to go there. Uh, we need to get everybody on board. We've seen a lot of teams go there with multiple cars, and and they don't uh, they don't get it done. And obviously, colleague was able to do that, and that's. That's what we need to do. I mean, we got to get everybody on board, everybody working together, yep. and uh, see what we can do. You know, and I mean, if we qualify near the front, then um, my theory is we try to stay near the front. But you know, if we get mid pack, then maybe we just need to get out of harm's way and just ride for a while, um, all of us together. Obviously, with four cars together, I don't feel like you'd ever be um, in jeopardy of going a lap down if you got four good cars. It's really so. It's something that we're going to have to talk about. It's something that the spotters are going to have to work really hard at. Um, 
it's a lot easier said than done to have four cars there and everybody working uh, together towards one goal and not, you know, sometimes maybe not make a little selfish of a move. But we got to keep those moves for coming off of four on the last lap. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, I remember. I remember, man, that our ARCA race. Uh, Mario Goslin in the 12, RGR on the hood, all set and ready to go. Uh, Bobby Gerhardt behind him. And, and Mario takes the lead, leads 21 laps, I believe. And we're coming to the closing laps. And I'm going, oh, my God, we're going to win at Daytona and Arca. This is going to be off the chip. I told the guy running the uh, start-finish line at the Tri-Oval, I said, you be ready, buddy. That's my car out there. He's going to win this race. And coming <laughs> off turn two, what's Bobby Gerhardt do? Takes the air off Mario, puts him in the fence, and Mario, I, oh, I, I, I was crushed. And you being the true racer that you are, you come down pit road, pulled the fenders, got the hell back out there, and Mario, you still came in in the top ten. Unbelievable. That car was beat to hell, it too. It was, and he was still driving <laughs> it, it was, and it was it still was fast. Up pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, man, but it was <laughs> we, fast, uh, Mario. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we had a good time, led some laps, you know, and uh, it's just a uh, shame that we get to close the deal, but at least we had the opportunity to lead some laps. That's, That's okay, right. and it's coming. It's coming. And corporate Canada, listen, listen, listen. This is your opportunity. You want to feel what I felt? I'm telling you what, there is zero feeling like it. you got to experience it. And the cool part is you can get involved with DGM. And how about it, the NASCAR Xfinity Series? Uh, you want to highlight? I'm telling you what, this is going to be the year. Get involved with DGM. Mario Goslin, thanks so much for this tonight. Thanks for the news. Thanks for all you do. And you've been on this show and given us time all season long. I know we look forward to 2021. You just gave us more reason to get excited about next year. And I want to wish absolutely everyone at DGM, you, your family, everybody, a Merry Christmas. And let's get after it in 2021. Let's get a checkered flag, buddy, and I know it's coming. Well, we're we're uh, we're working hard for it, and I want to wish everybody, you know, a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully in a week or two, you can have Alex on the show, and uh, he can make his uh, his big announcement and um, have him full time again next year. That's our plan, and I, I believe that's coming together well, and um, we're gonna have a good time. Like you say, hopefully we come home with a W somewhere. We've been awful close this year a couple times, especially on the road courses with Alex and. And even the super speedways, you know, um, they all do a good job. I mean, Josh, Alex, they, they, they do a super job, you know, on the super speedways. And I'm hoping that, you know, we can have these other two cars and everybody works together and uh, do even better. And, you know, I always look forward to going to the Roval and those road courses uh, with both my drivers. But obviously, Alex has a little, uh, little extra on the Rovals. I don't know what kind of magic he's got, but he can really get it done on them Rovals. No, no kidding. No kidding. Like Len Fry said of the Eagles, I watch it uh, every now and then. He says it takes hard work and elbow grease. And Mario Goslin, that's what you guys do. You work hard and you're going to get the results. It's coming. It's coming. You can see it's coming. And we've been watching it. I can't wait to see what 2021 comes out with. I know you guys are prepared. This is going to be off the hook. Bud, thanks so much for this. Uh, you never know. Todd Lewis is listening in. This would be a good story for Todd. How it about that? Rev, hey, there you yep. go. You never know. Rev TV. You watch out, Mario. Uh, it, it's going to be all good, brother. You have a good one. Appreciate you guys having me on. Good luck in the red eye. <laughs> <laughs> At least 50-50. you have another announcement to make. <laughs> we'll always have room for you, Mario. We'll always have room, buddy.
<laughs> That's a funny one, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mario Goslin. <laughs> Off he goes. Uh, you never know what's going to come out. Okay, our final break of the night, and then we're bringing in Mike Garrow, president of Rev TV Canada, to top off 2020. And we're going to tell you about some programming that you've got coming up on Rev TV that I'll tell you what, race fans, going to straighten your hair. You're going to want to have Rev TV on your television. If you don't have it already, uh, Mike's going to give us even more cause to have Rev TV. Uh, we heard from Todd tonight. There's a lot more coming. How about a chance to win a cooler? Uh, we've got a Rev TV cooler to give away. We're going to give you the details on the other side of the break. Stay with us. We will be back. Bells will be ringing. The sad, sad news. Oh, what a Christmas to have the blues. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Get your race fix anytime online. www.racetimeradio.com Also available on Facebook. Just search Racetime Radio. And as always, you can drop us an email. Info at racetimeradio.com from two wheels to four, and so much more. Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and so much more. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wick. These fire starters work, no paper or kindling, and presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick, they work. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Oh. Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels. The worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Race Time Radio is back. And once again, Joe Chisholm. How you doing, Bubba J? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> what have you been doing today? Same thing I do every weekend, just watching NASCAR and drinking beer. 
<laughs> uh, if I would understand you've been writing Santa a letter. Yeah, I've done it on the computer. Ah, did you mail it to him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why, my computer won't fit in the mail, box. <laughs> Walter's right, you are a dumbass. <laughs> You know, Bubba J, I took the opportunity of, uh, of printing your letter for you. Uh, and I noticed when I printed it that the ink was kind of weird. Uh, that's because uh, I was running out of ink, so I mixed it with beer. <laughs> you mixed beer with the ink? Yeah. And if you smell that thing when you're eating it, <laughs> you get a contact drunk. <laughs> I learned that from Guitar Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Beer nog. How do you make beer nog? Uh, well, you take a big old bowl of eggnog and you pour it down the sink. <laughs> and then you drink a beer. <laughs> and welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Jeff Dunham, how about it? And Walter giving you some tips on having some fun that's around Bubba Christmas. Jay, that's not Walter. Oh, Bu- Bubba Jay, sorry. Bubba, Bubba Jay. Jay. Bubba that's, Jay. Yeah, it's not Walter. Yeah. Walter's the old crabby. Oh, puppet. he is too. Yeah, yeah. So you got to watch Jeff Dunham's uh, specials all come out at this that's time right. of the year. Yep. Uh, you got to make sure you tune into them. Uh, it's going to be awesome. But welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. We're so excited to get our next guest on the hotline. Uh, we've been talking Rev TV. We heard from Todd Lewis, the new show coming out, uh, all going to launch December the 28th. And now, how about it? We got the president of Rev TV Canada, and this guy deserves uh, every accolade that we could possibly imagine to do. Uh, he's going to get Canadian racing and more content of racing. On the channel, Rev TV, you can get it on all your major suppliers. And let's welcome in Mike Darrow, president of Rev TV Canada. How are you tonight there, Michael? I'm doing good, Joe and Joe. How are you gentlemen doing? Fantastic, my friend. Uh, season finale here on Race Time Radio. Uh, kind of glad to see 2020 go in the rearview mirror, buddy. Uh, it's been a challenging year, to say the least. I can't imagine what it was like <clears throat> trying to get a television channel up smoking and running. But, brother, you did it. You did a fantastic job, and I know we got lots more to come at us. Well, we did, we did, and uh, as you touched on before, you know, with our company with uh, with Rev Sports, you know, we had we were previously known as as Map TV Canada. Uh, our company was uh, operating that. We we actually owned the broadcast license and stuff like that. And uh, no, we just we unfortunately couldn't come to new terms. That would make sense for uh, frankly Canadians and Canadians employees and stuff. So we uh, we decided to go to our parent company name with uh, Rev, uh, and it's been it's been fantastic. Um, we were also starting to really, I think, Joe, and you and I touched on this uh, a couple times. We were starting to also kind of further diversify, you know, the kind of programming and stuff that we were having on Rev. And I think now is that really, you know, someone kind of gave us a compliment where they said, you know, Rev is kind of a bit now like a like a coffee book. It's something you leave on where you want people coming into your house or your offices or building or whatever and see what you're into. And, you know, that's our, our goal is try to make it as diverse as possible and, and really try to listen to what the uh, – the customers want, and uh, that's something that we're trying to do certainly day in and day out with the channel. Oh, and I love it. I've got to admit, I do have Rev TV on a lot, and you do have diversified programming on there. I've seen everything from road course to road to Indy. I've seen uh, uh, short track cars. I've seen dirt cars. I've seen everything on Rev, and I know we have more of that to come. This announcement tonight with Todd Lewis to give us a look behind 
and, and the passion of the sport, uh, we're going to see something that we haven't normally seen. And I don't think you see it on any other aspect. Uh, this is really going to it's going to be a new curve. No, it, it really is. And, and we've been talking about this myself and you know my colleague, Rick Pereira, who's our GM, and, and, uh, and Todd Lewis certainly for some time now. And I think Todd is just such a natural to host a kind of a show like this. And it really is. It's about it's not just about the news and information. It's about diving into, as, as Todd touched on, the culture. You know, there's so many aspects to it and the culture. I mean, you know, as you mentioned earlier, you talked about with Mario and, and a great piece. That would be an absolutely, we'll, we'll definitely be circling back on that. And when you were talking, Joe, earlier, you know, about uh, certainly Mario sounds like he's going to take you up on the, on the offer to get your sticker on his car. But, you know, even for the viewers at home, just understanding how sponsorship works and stuff. And I think that, um, you know, what goes into it and the, the amount of work both the teams and the sponsors put and the fact that the fans then get behind those brands for, for supporting the sports that they love. I think it's, there's so many different ways, and I said, you know, because Todd has certainly a very diverse knowledge and stuff with it, um, I think you're going to see some exciting shows. And I also, you know, encourage people to check out, if you haven't, which is our uh, new facility that we're working and shooting out of, uh, called the paddockmotorclub.ca, and uh, it's definitely worth a look at. It's, uh, that's going to be our, uh, our weekly set for uh, Rev Culture, and uh, certainly the place for for Rev TV and, and certainly things that we're looking to do with various tracks and teams as uh, 2021 hopefully is a, a much better one for all of us. Well, you know what? I can see coming, and I've seen this evolve. I've been in this sport a long time, and I've watched uh, from a Canadian perspective, Michael. Uh, I look at it, you know, it, when we got on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, uh, it was monumental. In my mind, I thought, look at this. The drivers in Canada now are actually going to have a national stage to stand on on radio, which was a step up because they were only getting dribs and drabs, a little bit in the paper a month behind, a little bit in the sun every now and then, a little in the star every now and then. And, uh, you know, we come along and I thought, man, we're filling this niche. We're filling it and we're moving the ball forward. And we've done that. I know we have the response we've had. I know it's moving. But, Mike, when we had Rev TV, a national television platform right across Canada, that people could turn their TV on and turn it on and watch the programming live in front of their face, Mike, that's what it needs. That's what it needs. That's what's going to fuel our Canadian motorsports. And, man, you uh, I know you know it, but it's really going to change the landscape in Canada as we move down the road. You're taking the ball now, and you're really pushing it down. Uh, Canadian teams have got to be excited for what is to come, and not just Canada. It goes right across the border as well. Uh, it's really dynamite stuff. Everybody is going to be excited about Rev TV. I can guarantee it. No, I appreciate that very much, Joe. And like I said, you know, one of the mandates from the, the very beginning with the channel was to feature uh, you know, Canadian grassroots programming and, and, and content and stuff. Uh, whether it is from the racing perspective, but also looking at it from the, you know, the teams and the management and the engineer side. I mean, there is plenty of Canadians participating in various levels um, with various teams worldwide on this stuff. And you look at the kind of the, the stuff that we have, I mean, whether it could be, you know, the Ferrari North American series, it's going to have a number of Canadian riders and stuff in it in 2021. Or, you know, you look at stuff in terms of a lot of the uh, late model series and stuff. I think there's just, there's such a diversity to be had, and I think that if, if Rev can continue to deliver that 
you know, week after week. That's that's what our goal is. Now, the simplest way to get Rev TV, I have Shaw Direct here at my house, and it was simple. All I did was call Shaw Direct. I said, I want Rev TV. They added it to my channel lineup. Presto, I got it, and I got it live. Away we go. Where all are you available right now? Like I would imagine every major carrier across Canada? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, we're available right now to 5.2 million households across Canada. And then the only two that are sort of remaining that we, we do have something already set up, which will be, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, is, is anybody who is a Kojiko customer with uh, in Ontario and Quebec and stuff, we will be, they will be adding RevTV to their lineup. So it is coming. Uh, obviously, a lot of things have been delayed on, on many of fronts with COVID. Um, you know, and obviously there's uh, worse uh, things going on in the world than, than worrying about necessarily a channel launch. But we're, we are happy that the folks at Kojiko are going to be adding it. The only ones that, frankly, uh, Joe, that remain are Rogers. And um, I know I get a lot of emails and stuff like that from people asking me, you know, hey, uh, where are we at with Rogers? Where's Rogers? Where's Rogers? You know what? Rogers is where Rogers is. Uh, it's up to them. I mean, we've given them a number of scenarios. It's up to them to figure out if they want to uh, add the channel or not to their lineup. I think we've been very, uh, very aggressive, very fair. We've been at it for well, probably well over three years. So I think that's a fair bit of time as a Canadian service trying to get on, on a provider. But uh, at the end of the day, there's a lot of options out there for people. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, with the folks at Shaw, there have been a tremendous partners on both the satellite and the fiber side. Same thing with Bell uh, on both cable and, and uh, satellite. Videotron, Eastlink in the Maritimes, you know, you talk about the... Uh, the track out there in the Maritimes there, Joe, with Riverside Speedway, uh, they've been fantastic. TELUS has been wonderful. A lot of different CCSA members, which is smaller systems throughout Canada, are carrying it. So we've got all the pieces together. Uh, and like I said, we just look forward to delivering great content to the fans. That's right. Now, if you're a Rogers, uh, I don't know, a Rogers customer, uh, don't call Rev. Call Rogers. Tell them you want it. I guess that's the best way to do it. Uh, and, and it when- is, and I'm not trying to. And I'm, and I trust me. I mean, you know, I, I I know a lot of good people there. I know there's, sure. there's some changes and stuff like that there, and it comes down to it. But but at the end of the day, you know, we'd like to be able to offer it because I know that there are a lot of customers that are going to be asking me about it. And I'll tell you this, Joe. Right now, when I'm looking at the lineup for 2021, all things considered, you know, still dealing with COVID matters and stuff. We are probably collectively looking at 60-plus live races from two-wheel to four. <laughs> and so it's a lot of live races. I mean, that's closing in on an entire, you know, NHL team season. So oh, yeah. uh, and I'm confident we're going to get up to those numbers. And if, if you can't see the value in picking up a channel for as little as, you know, on a standalone is four bucks a month. I'll, I'll leave that to them. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, uh, uh, incredible value is what you're going to get with Rev TV Canada, and the programming is going to be second to none. This is going to be Canada's motorsport leader. If it isn't already, Mike, you're going to be junior. Uh, it is Christmas time. Mike was nice enough to give us a cooler to give away on the show. Trying to fit it all in here. Uh, roll out a contest. Let's do this. Let's give away yeah. a Rev TV cooler. Uh, compliments of Rev TV and Michael. We got to thank you, Junior. Roll out the contest. Well, I think we're, we're we're big on Twitter, so uh, you know, a, a Twitter is a great source for you know all of our all of our content. You know, uh, yep. all of the news that we share and and uh, lots of interaction. So, I think the easiest way to do this sure. is uh, tell us your favorite track. Yep. So go on Twitter and and just make a post. My favorite track 
is, and you can say whatever track is your favorite. I don't care where it is. Right. You can tag the track. You don't need to, but we encourage you to tag the track. Yep. And uh, just use hashtag win the cooler. Right. That's as simple as that. You don't need to. The, the, my favorite track is and hashtag win the cooler. That's all you got to do. And we, we will tabulate and, uh, you know, make it make a draw at random and, and uh, we'll share it uh, this week over on our Twitter. Absolutely. We'll get at Mike, Race Time Radio. We'll get Mike the information. It is compliments of Rev TV Canada. It's a cooler. It's a real cool looking cooler, I might add. Have a look. Do you you put, would have put the photo in uh, the post? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome stuff. And, hey, Mike, we can't thank you enough for that. No, no. And I want to I wanna also thank, just so you know, people know, is uh, uh, with uh, cool, cool Coolers. So it's four O's in there with Cool Coolers. But Andy K, if you check it out, his Canadian company, we work with them. Uh, they do these coolers, and they are brilliant because it goes right on the cooler. Uh, you don't have to worry about any scratching and nicks and stuff like that if you're taking it out to the track or into the fishing boat or wherever you may be taking it. It's brilliant, and it's something that if teams or other groups want to look at, I, I do encourage them to hit up Andy's site. Uh, that's uh, coolcoolers.ca. And uh, like I said, he's uh, another Canadian business doing some good stuff. So I'll, uh, I appreciate you guys getting the cooler out, and I'll, I'll say that the fans, whoever wins it, is that perhaps uh, – uh, race time radio will figure out what to put inside it. <laughs> uh, you bet. I know we've got some stuff to put inside there. Uh, but yeah. you know what? It's Christmas, and we so much appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Rev TV Canada, you got to check it out. Of course, digitally too, Mike. We didn't even touch on that. But digitally, you guys are huge in that as well. Yeah, I mean, we're working it through. I, I will tell people right now that there is the brand-new um, RevTV.ca site that will be launching within approximately the next two weeks, that I'm told. And speaking of contests and stuff, I wanted to touch on, you know, you're mentioning about some new programs and stuff like that, but we've got some really cool giveaways and programming tie-ins coming up. So um, we're going to be airing in January uh, a one-hour interview with uh, recently done with uh, Mario Andretti that was done by Ralph Shaheen. And actually, when we announce it, it'll be on our site. But to commemorate it, check out this from the Paddock Motor Club and also Darren Jack with the uh, Racing Hall of Fame collection. We're going to give an, a viewer an opportunity to win a 1974 Mario Andretti Al Unser Sr. action photo from dirt track racing. Oh, really? Duel in the dirt from, the, uh, from Ron Burton, famed uh, artist from Indianapolis. So that's going to be the prize that we're going to be giving away. And and those are the kind of things that we like to kind of give away and tie in for the fans. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, and, and look at that. Just uh, more reasons to check it out. Uh, I know I can't wait to see uh, Rev TV Culture with um, Todd Lewis. That's all going to start airing December 28th. Uh, so you're going to want that for the holidays. And, Mike, I know you got a dynamite lineup for race fans of all different flavors on Rev TV throughout the course of the holidays, it's going to be a good time for them to check out the channel. Absolutely. And, and like I said, you know, we really are trying to make it as diverse as possible from, you know, the, the how-to shows and more. I was just looking through, I was with uh, my colleague uh, Rick Pereira, who you know as well, Joe, yep. and we were looking at it. I'm just going to pull it up as we're talking here. We have, so like this month alone, so you're going to have some more racing because we picked up, the USAC National Sprint Car Championship, uh, we're wrapping up sort of the, I mean, it's done, but, you know, we're airing the 2020, parts of the 2020 season towards the end. So we've got a new episode of that debuting on the 16th. Uh, we've got a great show with the folks over at PathMag called Tuning 365. That's a, 
a weekly show that they produce, very, very informative on, on certainly aftermarket parts and stuff that people may be interested in. Mm-hmm. December 17th, we're, uh, we've got another episode of Tony Stewart's All-Star Circuit of Champions. That one's coming from the Fremont Speedway, so that's on December 17th. Dynamite. Uh, NASCAR, I mean, uh, sorry, NASCAR Formula One. Uh, we have a weekly show, The Inside Line, December 22nd, brand new show that will be uh, playing there. Super Formula, which will be having its final race of the uh, season on the 19th. So we'll be airing that on the 20th. So there's that coming up. So there's a lot of, uh, a lot of different programming coming up both in December and then as we move into the, into the new year for 2021. Uh, uh, unbelievable, Mike. Uh, what, what you guys are doing is truly fantastic. I know 2021 is going to make 2020 look like a, like a peanut compared to what we got coming. Uh, this is all dynamite stuff, but we are getting close to the top of the hour. Uh, we got to wish you, your family, absolutely all of our Rev TV family, a Merry Christmas. And uh, man, oh man, I can't wait for 2021, brother. This is really going to knock it out of the park. Uh, we got a really good year coming up. It's going to be good for motorsports. It is indeed, Joe, and I'm, I'm looking forward to us uh, chatting a bit more about some of the ideas we've been noodling around. I think there's certainly some other things we can do with uh, Rev TV and, and Race Time Radio, so looking forward to that. Wishing everyone as well all the best for uh, the new year. Happy health, health and uh, look forward to talking to you there very soon, both of you. Absolutely. That is Mike Garrow, president of Rev TV Canada. Check it out. Holiday time. Uh, you can't beat it. Mike, thanks so much. You have a good one. Be safe. Say hi to Ricky. You as well. Thank you both very much. Talk to you soon. Dynamite stuff. Mike Garrow, uh, man, that channel is, is rocking now. It's going to rock even more as we come down the line here, Junior. Absolutely. I, I apologize to him because every time I talk about him, his ears probably don't ring because I say Mark Garrow. Oh, Mark. Right? right? From yeah. MRN Radio. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny, but it's uh, Mike, Mike uh, you know, they really set the bar at a whole new level with that with that special interest piece yes. uh, on the shockwave seats and, and, you know, heading into the Western Canada 300. That was huge. Um, you know, the, the, the backstory, the way that they cut it all together, the editing, the entire document documentary style uh, you know show that they did this year um, I know that they have other programming but that was something that set the bar for me and you know I, I think it set the bar for a lot of people and I really look forward to seeing what they can put together with Todd you know with all of the stuff that they have, that they have coming down the pipe and uh, definitely excited to see it yeah closing seconds of the show and I want to mention this if you get time get to your uh, Facebook page Go over to 22 Racing, Scott Steckley's 22 Racing. Tell you what, they had a special last night. You can go back and watch it on 22 Racing. Uh, Ryan Edwards, he's a mentalist. I'll tell you what, this guy uh, was incredible. you got to see him. Uh, uh, Chris Barkley uh, did some uh, guitar work and some songs. Great music artist. Uh, for, from here in Canada, uh, Avery Raquel was on there. A uh, bunch of guests. You've got to check it out. Get to 22 Racing. Uh, they wished everybody a Merry Christmas. Russ Dolian presented it. Mr. Transmission, everybody that was involved. Dynamite job. Great on Scotty for getting that put together. But that's going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Everybody, have a Merry Christmas. This show returns January the 3rd. 2021. Have a safe holiday. Please, please be safe. And uh, don't forget to tune into Race Time Radio every Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Have a safe one. And I know Junior and I will be back. 
and ready to go for another full season. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's going to be off the hook. From Sue here at Race Time Radio. Uh, thanks, Susie, for hooking us up all year long. Scotty in Toronto, we're going to throw it back to you right now, brother. The channel is yours. Have a Merry Christmas, Sirius XM. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent. 